What's up and welcome to the first ever episode of Are You Kidding Me? with Passion Project and Women in Communications. I'm Lexi White. And I'm Emma Beltrandi. And today we're going to be talking about body positivity. It's actually very on brand for Women in Communications this week because this is one of our first campaigns that we're going to be doing. Um, Lexi is the president of Women in Communications. I'm the multimedia chair. And we kind of started this podcast just to talk about some most random things that yeah. come to us at like 2 a.m. Yeah, some things were like Emma and I are raging and I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I cannot believe this happened. Someone said this. Right. Which basically is every day of our lives. Um, it's it's hard, you know, <laughs> getting that worked up about every single <laughs> thing that happens to you. But, but somehow, somehow, here we are. Yeah, somehow we do it. So um, I guess like a little bit about us. We're both seniors at Ithaca College. I'm originally from Syracuse. And I'm, um, I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. Thrilling. You don't have to get into the town because Connecticut, as we all know, is just one big massive block. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Um, and we're both television radio majors with legal minors. Just chilling here in Ithaca College. Yeah, so we know the laws, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, please don't come for us because we can sue you, kind of. Not really. We we <laughs> we watch tasty videos all during class, so... Yeah, so we absorbed a lot of information. Um, so a little bit about Women in Communications. We're basically an organization on campus that our parent organization is New York Women in Communications, dedicated to the professional development of women in the communications field. We do a bunch of different stuff, um, both professional, but really this week we're just focusing on body positivity. So we did a body positivity photo shoot, no makeup, no editing of the pictures. Um, and those are all on our social media right now. You can catch those at, at IC underscore Wick on Instagram, Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Um, and then our communications director also is making like some campaign assets. Um, but yeah, that's basically we have going on this week, right? Yeah, it's a pretty cool week. Um, on in a couple days from now, we're going to be filming um, a video that we're doing um, for body positivity, where we're going to have people just having kind of an honest conversation about their insecurities and the way society makes them feel and what they feel like they have to present themselves. Um, and that's going to be premiering probably in sometime like mid-October. So when we get closer to it, we'll talk more about it. Yeah. But I think this is a good thing for us to talk about body positivity this week because for us, school started back up again. I'm seeing all these beautiful, tan, thin people. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's a good time to really evaluate why you like yourself. Yeah, which I think is always the age-old question. Also, too, like why don't we hate ourselves i think is also very interesting yes inspiring for sure i think i don't know i guess we can get just we'll just get right into it um uh i mean everybody i think thinks of body positivity and thinks oh i don't have to be skinny i don't have to be this instagram model but i think there's so much more to it than that yeah and i think it runs a lot deeper than just like oh i want to be thin i want to be whatever i think there's just so much more to it yeah it's, ev- it's every little bit about yourself, and it's too, like, I think social media has such a presence in that of, oh, I loved this picture of myself, but I still posted on Instagram, and I didn't get all these likes. I still need that validation, even though I'm happy with who I am. And especially, too, I think people are very confused, especially with women, when we don't hate ourselves, because yes. we're basically trained to hate every <laughs> single thing about ourselves, like... I, you could look at someone and be like, I would kill to have their body. And then you talk to them and they're, you're like, oh, they also 
pick apart themselves every single day. Uh, yeah, I really don't. I don't think it matters what you look like because no matter where you look, you're going to see somebody that you think looks better and that you think is a better version of what you want to be. And I think that sometimes it, it can be just be so overwhelming because no matter how hard you work or no matter how much effort you put in, I think you're never going to be truly satisfied with what you look like, which I think once you kind of embrace that, and that sounds very negative, but actually I think once you embrace that you're gonna mm-hmm. see things that you don't like about yourself, it's so much easier to like yourself. Yeah. Because if you're constantly looking for like, oh, I love myself, I loved my big fat pork roll nose in that photo, <laughs> that was awesome. If you, you can't fake it, obviously yeah. there's things about you you don't like, but instead it's being like, well, that nose is my nose and it's my yep. personality yep. and people like that chubby little nose so it's you know <laughs> it, it's at a certain point it's you have to start accepting the things yeah. about you it doesn't mean you have to love every inch i think that's what really people get confused about yeah. body positivity it's not okay nobody i think there's not a single person on earth that's like i yes i love every single part of yep. myself inside and out yeah no one's like when you catch yourself in the mirror right before you get in the shower like no one's like "Ooh, look at that like you know what i mean like there's always gonna be little parts that you're like oh god God. what is i don't even know what part of my body that is but you have to just be like you know what this is i think that's like kind of how i look at it and this is why i i was talking about this with emma the other day actually like i have a lot of reasons that i could hate myself like just like i don't even get embarrassed anymore because i do so many embarrassing things like so true and i just like have so many reasons i could hate myself but the reason I don't is because I very much try to think like, this is who I am in this moment. And that is really beautiful to me because it shows all the things I've been through, the things that I'm doing, um, you know, places that I'm going. I think it's just like very representative of this is who I am right now. And that is like perfectly fine with me. You well, know, I agree with that. And I think something too that body positivity um, encapsulates that the word body, I think, can be limiting. But I really think that at least for us. And at what we're trying to do with women in communications is not, it's not just your body. Yeah. Your inside needs yeah. to be fixed sometimes, too. Oh, my God, yeah. Because I think there's just a lot of things. For me, I think when I was a little younger, and by younger, I mean really in, like, middle school, high school, um, when you're kind of coming into yourself, a lot of my, like, self-loathing was to my physical attributes, but now that I've kind of grown into myself, I've focused less on my outside and more on my inside. And that, I think, is actually a hundred times harder yeah, I agree. than your outside. Because at a certain point, like if you get a pimple, you can put some makeup on it. But yeah. if you're in a bad mood... And that's not your fault. You know no. what I mean? Your body's just doing what it's doing. But I think if you're in a bad mood and, yeah. you know, and you're having like a tough time, I don't think that's not something that's really easy to fix. Yeah. And, and that's... Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, being self-reflective is one of the hardest things i think first of all more people need to do that if, okay if you haven't self-reflected in a while turn this off and go do that right now that's Just way more important yourself a, ask yourself a couple questions yeah i think like, um have i like ruined someone's <laughs> day lately like that's a big one you know what i mean i think i would right. much rather be like the ugliest person on the outside and have my insides be good because there's nothing worse than being like i am acting or i am thinking in such a horrible way Way. and i'm ruining my life and i'm ruining other people's lives and i don't know how to fix that the fact that i'm like a bad person like that is actually like the worst feeling yeah that i think that's something too that i think doesn't get talked about a lot because especially in mediums like instagram that are solely photo based yeah not a lot of room for words yeah and 
with that kind of a thing, you see all these transformations where people are like, I lost all this weight or I don't know. Like, look at my glow up. I was so ugly yeah. and now I'm so pretty. I'm like, yeah, okay. Of course you were ugly at seventh grade. Yeah. Everybody was ugly at seventh or, grade. There's literally also nothing worse than like seeing an old picture of yourself and you're like, oh my God, I thought I was like a little chubby now. It's like, I was like stunning like two years ago. I I feel that way every time I see my <laughs> senior prom photos. Yes, this Emma, this picture is like stunning. Oh, that's the picture she's talking about. <laughs> AKA I've gone down dramatically. She's also very beautiful now, but this picture I know the I know the picture you're talking about. I know the exact picture you're talking about. And when I took it, I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like my body doesn't fill out the dress. Oh, Sam, my hair, me. <laughs> my hair wasn't perfectly curled. I hated the lipstick I was wearing. Oh my god! I got it from Mac. You know, it's not like there yeah. was any cheap old lipstick I was yeah. wearing. Yeah, and like, like I would kill for that body. <laughs> and now I'm like, <laughs> it pops up on like memories, or my friends will be like, "Look at us at prom." I'm like, "What did I do?" What? That's like me too. Because I, I was playing softball every single day. I also was like doing band for like three hours a day, carrying this like 50 pound drum. I would go to private hitting lessons afterwards. I would go to the gym with my friends. Now I'm like, I can't, I like, if I make it to the gym once a week and just like run, not even like to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so skinny. It's literally to be like, so I don't like strangle someone because I'm so angry. I'm so angry. And I'm like, see, I'm like, I work out like two times a day. And I'm like, I literally can't get out of bed sometimes. No. And that, I think that's just so true is, is just, if I did a transformation post, to be like, look how fat and ugly I've gotten. Woo. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't do that because I, I, I am working on my insides. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I think at the same time, though, I just, there's always going to be a time in your life where you don't like the way you look, but later you're going to look back and be like, what was I doing? Yeah. I was so good looking. Yeah. Or I was like, I if I was, you know, this X, Y, Z, I was this weight, this tanness yeah you know my skin was so clear and i still had problems then yeah so you still felt the same way or like even back then you were probably looking at pictures of yourself from years before before prom and being like i wish i looked like that right and i think i just found this like i i especially sought validation in other people yeah i looked like that i wanted other people to tell me how good i looked even though like deep down i think i like knew that i i looked good but i also was like oh do i do i look good oh my makeup like i look like a raccoon guys do i look crazy it's like you you literally are like tell me i'm beautiful yeah no absolutely i still do that now and i know that also like getting rid of when you can get that validation from yourself i think that's like the big 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 turner like i remember like in high school one day like really realizing i was like it doesn't matter if other people think i'm beautiful it only matters if i do and there's also to being able to like laugh at yourself and be like oh my god look when i used to work out twice a day now i can't make it to the gym once a week and like that's fine because that just shows how much you're changing and like how much you're just the way that life is like taking you in that direction and that's totally and fine being able to laugh at yourself about it. You're not working it. out twice a day because you're doing so, so many much other, other stuff. things. Yep. And you filled your time. You have other passions. You have other yeah. things to do. And that sounds horrible. But I'm like reading books. Like Getting smart. <laughs> no. You and I both know we're not getting yeah, smart. No. And when I watch like five episodes of Big Mouth a day. Um, there's only ten. Preview for next week. Yeah. Big Mouth. Um, but me, maybe I think also we want to talk about... Um, media we love that oh, makes us like be able to laugh at ourselves makes it so like i can literally be like you know what i don't hate myself even though i'm 
batshit crazy and like right. So yeah, I think this week we wanted to highlight. So this is kind of kind of be a this is our first episode, but this yeah. is gonna kind of be a theme where we just kind of talk about like media we loved and media we hate. Get ready for media we hate. This you're, week's a hot buckle one. in, buckle up. <laughs> if you're in Lexi's car, you have to do both buckles <laughs> to make sure you're safe. <laughs> I drive a 1992 Toyota Paseo. Please don't egg it, but um. It's tragic. It's two on the back. It doesn't go on the highway. Yeah, the wine, the A fell off. In Toyota. In Toyota. So it says toot. People think I pulled them off. Nope. I thought you pulled them they off. They fell off. Why would I make... Why? I would never want my car to say two. But she does. And she is going to outlive us all. Yeah, she probably is. She <laughs> really, really is. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Jenny from the block. So buckle up. Um, whether it's two buckles or one, buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. Automatic or not. <laughs> um... So anyway, some media that we've loved, and it's not just this week. I've loved this satirical news site. I think I should have come out of the womb reading it because Emma actually turned me on to this. It relates so deeply to everything that I feel. Sometimes I think like, oh my god, did I dream that, or did they actually write every single thought that I had internally? It's called Reductress. Basically, it's a satirical news website like The Onion, but it's just for women. And while The Onion does like don't get me wrong. I love The Onion. has a lot of hot takes. Yeah. Like. I love when they just post real headlines that have actually, like, gone right. up. And people are like, oh, my God, so funny. So, I'm like, like no, nope, that was real. That I'm was... like, they are literally not even trying. I'm like, they're just being funny. They, yeah, that was sad. Um, But Reductress is specifically women's news. So they range in all topics. One of my favorite ones is, like, when you, <laughs> it talks about, like, the headlines, like, going to the grocery store just to buy produce to throw it directly into the yeah, trash. Yeah. That is every single week. My all-time favorite one is um, how to remain calm on your second date when you've already um, imagined him, when you've already fantasized about him holding your hand while you push out your firstborn child. I read that and I was like, they literally looked me up on social media and they were like, we're going to write an article for this girl, Lexi White. And oh, absolutely. I mean... I don't think there's a woman out there that hasn't fantasized what no. your children look like. Of men I haven't man. even talked to. I'm like, wow. I see a man on the train. I'm like, wow. I'm like, oh, should we adopt or should we have kids? I'm like, I don't know. His blue eyes. Yeah. I'm like, our ki- I'm like exactly what our kids would look like. Eyes. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, that would be gorgeous. Um, one of my favorite ones, too, is this reductor's one says, rude friend shows up to pool party without cellulite. Like, just articles like that that are so, so funny. Oh, my gosh. And... Because it's just like, we all have cell well, not all of us, but like most of us have cellulite. And if you don't, that's fine. If you do, that's fine. Who gives a shit, you know? And like, they just have, I mean, right now, I just clicked on rejectress.com slash thoughts. And the, some of the top articles on the thoughts page, which is like, they have all these different um, places you, you can go living, entertainment, love and sex, women's inspiration, um, style. But one of the funniest things is just, you can read through and you're like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I lived it. I drove past my old high school. And, like, you can see a little preview of the article. <laughs> and it says, I thought you could only get PTSD if you went to war. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> like, it's just. The it's, I lived it, I think, are some of the funniest ones. They really are. And, like, oh, no, I'm a ghost and men are still harassing me. Like, um, that's just too it real. Just is... They're so funny because you literally read it and you're like, that is my deepest, darkest thought. And they just put it out onto the <laughs> internet. I lived it. My middle school rival made her Instagram private days before her wedding. Oh, <laughs> my, <God. laughs> oh my gosh. I love this one, too, because I think Reductress does such a great job 
of playing on like ways that women are shamed just like double right. standards this one says how to get back in shape after pregnancy but not too fast you should be focusing on your baby and i let him was like yeah that's every single every, every single celebrity single they're like why celebrity. are you so skinny so fast they will not let you breathe no. i mean they they have so many things like i lived it it's a good one um just it <laughs> I lived it. I found out how much mattresses cost. <laughs> it's just so funny because you I'm can sorry, read it just, and you can like laugh and like literally sometimes it'll start a conversation. Like they might have one about like, I don't like anything like hair. Anything. And I'd be like, Emma, I am like so hairy. They're going to like, I don't even know. They have just next week. We're going to talk about love. Um, not next week. Excuse me. We're going to be doing an episode on dating yeah. and online dating. And I can guarantee you a reductress article title will be yeah. worked into it because they have so, so, so many. Or what's the Katie one? Or not Katie, Lauren. Oh, it's like when your hot friend Lauren is getting hit on. Drinking games when your hot friend Lauren is getting hit on. And it does like all of these solo drinking games. Yeah. Like go to Papa John's by yourself, <laughs> lay in the booth, wait for, her to, <laughs> wait for her to finish at the bar. It's just, they they have so many funny things um, going on. So definitely check them out. Um, like this one worked perfectly today. Why I stopped wearing makeup and started wearing this stupid hat. It's the only thing anyone really sees when they look at me. Like, it's just, it's so hilarious. Funny. And it's really good. Um, and it's very to, relatable. You can tell it's written by women, women who have just, like, been through it. And and I think it's really funny, too, in that it just sometimes you read it and you're like, oh, I relate to that so much. You're like, that's hilarious. Like, someone else also thought of that. Yeah. No, it's literally, like, something that I'm like, I could never say this out loud. And then you just go on Twitter or something, and you see Reductress has tweeted it, and you're like, that is awesome. And I feel like it definitely has made us, like, I really feel no shame talking about anything. And I feel like Emma f- is very similar in that, and I feel like Reductress is a huge part of that. Oh, it's definitely opened my eyes to, like, things that I didn't think would happen to me. Yeah. At work, I used to just read them for hours and hours. <laughs> and I just, it's it's a good way for having a rough day, just looking Reductress. Yeah. R E D U. Yeah. C T R. I just feel like I needed this relatable, incredibly honest. It's not like some bullshit content that's like you how to remain your best self and it's all like drink water. It's like, no, sometimes life is hard. You can't drink water. I need a sprite. Yeah, literally. It's like life is hard and you should like never feel ashamed of like feeling (laughs) that way. Exactly. Um, Anyway, real quick. And by real quick, I mean for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Let's talk about media, media we hated. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, very on topic. Something we both watched maybe like a week or two ago, right? Right. When it came out. Yeah. It came out only like two weeks ago. Yeah, which we were so hyped for this movie. I stayed up until midnight trying to watch it, not realizing it came out midnight on the East Coast, or West Coast. We're on the East Coast. On the West Coast. <laughs> and so I didn't get to watch it, but um, eventually we did watch it. Um, and this movie sucked so badly because the trailer was amazing. We'll reveal the name of the movie in two <laughs> seconds. I thought the trailer was amazing and whoever made it should get a raise because the trailer was all two minutes of the only good stuff in the movie. It was awesome. Compiled together. Compiled together. And then the movie sucked so badly. It like hurt my feelings. Like no. I was personally offended no. by that movie. Yeah. It, the name. Yeah. Sierra Burgess is a loser. Yep. Streaming on Netflix. Netflix original. 
So some backstory, we've originally watched a lot of um, these rom-com. Netflix is going through like this really big birth right now of just the rom-com, which is awesome. I yeah. love rom-coms. I'm so sick of watching the old ones. The same ones over and over. We needed a reboot. I like, cannot watch You've Got Mail one more time. No. And it's, 16 it's, Candles, like I cannot <sighs> pine over Jake Ryan Jake one Ryan more time. Jake Ryan is never coming. I have no. to accept it. He's but I turned 16, like, like, that was the worst birthday, because all I wanted was that, and I had, like, a band he was concert like, that night. I watched that movie on my 16th birthday. How much sadder does Ever, it get? <laughs> That is self-sabotage right there. You need to be a little self-reflective next time. Be like, Emma, why do you do this? Oh, my God. Mom was like, this is a great movie. We should watch it. I cried, I think, for hours. <laughs> I just think this one. And then I found out the actor who plays Jake Ryan, I can't remember his name, is, like, 5'4 in real life. And oh, that it never was- would have worked out. Why aren't I Molly Ringwald? That was also a phase I went through. Anyway, I yeah. cannot pretend to relate to Molly Ringwald in the record store in Pretty in Pink. No, one more time. No. Those aren't even real anymore. No, no. It would more be like Molly Ringwald laying in her bed with a bag of barbecue yeah. chips on her chest, scrolling through Spotify. Wait, have you seen that rom-com Teen Witch? No. Oh, we're going to watch that. Or bad. No, anyways, continue. Anyway, so Netflix is kind of going through this rebirth. Um, They've done quite a few like original movies like set it up which was very good it's about these like two assistants who try to set up their bosses but inevitably fall in love yeah super cute it's Great professional Yankees yeah they have awesome yankees cameos it's just it was super cool and it was simple non-problematic yes. yep relatable yep. they had a gay character um who actually had was- a personality that was played by Pete Davidson, right? That's a. It was a who I'm in love with, and I had a dream about the other night. <laughs> he is a real person who has a real personality, besides the fact that he is gay. Yep. Which is remarkable. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But, 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 to all the boys that I've loved before is a, a favorite in our apartment, and but it's actually it's based on a book, but still, yeah, it's a movie with an Asian cast, which mm-hmm. would never really happen. Yeah. And also, they do it really well. Like, it's not racist. At no point is it, like, cultural appropriation. No. Which was refreshing, to say the least. Right. And it was it was relatable. It made me feel like I was in high school again. I so desperately wanted one of the main actors, Noah Centino, which we'll get into, yeah. to come to the my house in his souped-up Jeep yeah. and drive me around. Yeah. Because I can't drive well either. So that would have <laughs> been, it would have been wonderful. It would have been really it refreshing. It would have been really nice. But that's besides the point. Sarah Burgess is a Loser is one of their new ones, their new so-called rom-com about, you know, high school, blah, blah, blah. And it's trying to be like a modern high school take. It was awful. Nope. So, so here's the, yeah, here's yeah, so many let's things get about into, it. Um, let's get into kind of like, if you haven't seen it, I mean, you can look up a little summary. But basically, Sarah Burgess, I think is maybe slightly... She's like chubby. She's chubby. Than the average woman. Right. I mean, she's max like a 14. Yeah, literally. A a 12, maybe. I don't think she, but this was supposed to be like an electrifyingly groundbreaking character because she wasn't super tiny. Yeah. Which I did appreciate. I was like, Which it was a good, no, I think that was a good step in the right direction, but that's about where it ends um, (laughs) with with the good things that happened to her. Um, So Sierra basically is like a loser. Her parents are super creepy. Yeah. Oh. That's a whole nother. Horrible. We're not even going to touch on that. But she goes through life with, like, she's trying to get into Stanford, but she has no extracurriculars. They keep telling her she's so boring. She's a very mean guidance counselor, which I don't understand. But basically, she's going through, and she meets this guy, gets her number. Noah Sensino, one of the greatest gifts to our generation. Yeah. um, Gets 
her number and thinks she's like the most beautiful popular girl that um yeah. turns out basically she he thinks she's this girl veronica who's actually like sierra's bully and who gave you're doing a much better job the number sorry who gave um <laughs> noah centineo's character like what's his name not peter jamie jamie um sierra's so veronica gave C- jamie sierra's number because she didn't like jamie and she was like this will be funny so jamie texts sierra and is like hey like and they start basically talking, talking you know talking over text the new dating and i love it <laughs> it's so easy and um then oh, she God. he sends a picture of himself and she's like oh my god this kid's so hot and her friend is like you're catfishing this dude like you can't do that and um her i do have to say the the one good quality of this movie is her best friend sierra's best friend is the funniest character right. in the movie and he's he the only reason i didn't turn it, it off yeah. yeah he's barely in it and um, then he uh, he says, basically, Jamie's like, I know this is Veronica. And instead of telling the truth, Sierra's like, yeah, I'm going to go with it. And so she agrees to tutor Veronica in exchange for Veronica kind of playing along. And that's really where everything heads downhill. About 15 minutes into the film <laughs> is where it, it just, just completely yeah. derails. So yeah. this is obviously spoilers ahead. Should have probably said that. A little bit ago, but at this point... You want us to spoil the movie. You want us to spoil it. You would rather listen to us talk about this movie than yeah. watch this movie. And that Absolutely. is saying something. Because there are very few movies that you want to hear me or Lexi try to... Explain it. me trying to explain it. That and was going on Do a quick rant hours. about it. Besides the fact... So, one of the first things that we noticed right away, the catfishing. We touched on it. Yeah. Basically, she catfishes this guy, which obviously, there's the show Catfish. There's the movie... Lots of stuff. We all know catfishing is bad. We all know it's out there. You can get catfished so easily online. People's lives have been ruined by being catfished. At the same time, I'm kind of at this point where, like, if they refuse to talk on the phone, if they don't send you pictures <laughs> of themselves, if their Facebook has, like, four friends and they have great photos, obviously you're being yeah. catfished. Well, the thing, too, is, like, Jamie has no idea he's being catfished because Sierra has basically hired Veronica <laughs> To, like, pretend to be her. So and they do this. Pictures. Yeah, yeah, they do, like, a face. Yeah, she has Veronica take, like, a sexy picture of herself and send it to him. And then they do a FaceTime date and they pretend, like, the audio's off so that way the FaceTime date can end. But it's Veronica on the screen. So Jamie, at no point, he, like, any time he could have figured it out, Sierra hatches, like, a plan so he doesn't figure it out. Because she's, like, so afraid he's going to be like, I hate you. And that leads us into the non-consensual kiss. That's how far she goes in this catfishing. Yeah. So... On one of the dates, he's like, let's go to the movies. So Sierra, like a little creeper, hides behind them in like a rain jacket in the movie theater. It's and really like it's psycho Jamie killer. and Veronica um, go on this date and it's like a little awkward because obviously Veronica's not interested in this Jamie guy. And this Jamie guy had been talking to somebody completely different. And eventually they go out to his car and he like, it's like, oh, I'll give you a ride home. And she's like, Sierra, what do I do? Sierra is hiding underneath the car now in the parking lot. And he, like, goes in for a kiss, and Veronica, like, covers his eyes, and in swoops in our wonderful leading lady, Sierra. The best. She comes in, and she goes, she, Veronica's like, come here, come here, come here. Meanwhile, Jamie, how does he not hear the fact, they're on, like, pavement. I'm like, you can hear the scuffling of both of them moving. You can, literally, oh Veronica moves her hand, so Sierra's hand's there instead. I'm like, how did you not realize? Open your eyes. Idiot. Yeah. Such an idiot. Then, Sierra kisses him, and then her and Veronica switch places again. So, when he opens his eyes, it's Veronica. So, he, like, 
literally kisses Sierra thinking he's kissing Veronica, which is non-consensual kissing, which is not okay. Yeah. I I was thinking about this because I was like, ah, am I going too far with this? Like, it's just no. a little kiss. No, because if that was me and I, I was Jamie, I'd be ferociously angry yeah. if my, what I thought was my date, swapped out with his weird little friend and then suddenly his weird friend is kissing me. Yeah. And I open my eyes. Without my permission, without my knowing. No. No, I didn't agree to kiss the yeah. weird friend. And the thing too is, what if someone, what if it was opposite? What if it was like right. Sierra and Jamie had done the turn? The world would explode, okay? There's such a double standard. Yeah. Obviously, we won't get into it. Yeah, they, not today. They, not, not today. today. But, this is my lunch break. Not today. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I cannot believe somebody went, yeah, that's a good idea. It's I disturbing. Think, I think that we should have them like swap out who's kissing who. And listen, in terms of of sexual harassment, sexual assault. Is this by means any of the worst thing we've ever seen? No. no. But also, it's definitely still it I would, I would say it definitely still it. is yeah. pr- possibly sexual assault because it's problematic. Yeah. And, and I don't like that it was represented in such a casual way. Like it was like that yeah. was so funny. It wasn't funny. No, I think anything that's not consensual consensual is technically sexual assault or sexual harassment depending on like what it is but this was physical right and it'd be up to that character obviously if this is a real life to classify it but at the same time i just think like i wasn't comfortable with that and then as soon as you think about it i you you hate to have to like be like well what what, if it happened to me and that's how you like rationalize it but at the same time it is because yeah i am not okay with kissing somebody that i didn't know i was yeah they think I think that's really cruel. And, how? and I also think Jamie is the dumbest character on earth. So stupid. Are you kidding me? He also doesn't really have any character. He has no personality. He has literally no Besides personality. Besides the fact that he is a smoking hot bod. Uh, he's so hot. Oh, my God. And he's, like, friend. It Like, they tried to make him seem good because he's, like, friends with losers. And then also, like... The quarterback in the football team. Yeah. Of course. I was saying, like, I'm like, he couldn't be the kicker. <laughs> oh, the safety. The water boy. He like, has to be the quarterback. quarterback. Super hot. But he's so sensitive. You know why he's sensitive? Dun, dun, dun. This leads into our next point. Because he has a deaf brother. brother. You gotta be kidding me. So, like, that is, like, that his character base is that he's kind. And how do we show that? By him not being a piece of shit to his <laughs> deaf brother. Because what other way to show that someone's a good person? Than to have them be nice to their deaf sibling. Their and, sibling with a disability. And here's the thing about the sibling um, that is deaf. He has no other character plot line besides that. And that's... So, Em and I brought up these questions. How... Do we, as media producers, what do we have to do to make people realize that disabilities is not a narrative crutch? You can't be like, your character is deaf. And they're like, okay, but what does my character love? What does my character hate? What is my character um, into? How old are they? Do they go to school? What's their favorite subject? Do they have a friend? Anything. And here's the thing. I get that he was supposed to be like a minor character. Obviously, all minor characters can't have that great character development. But in this instance, they literally only, we do not even, I don't even he was a prop. know. The, he was a prop. We know the brother's name. I think that's yeah. it. And that he's deaf. Yeah. And that's all the scenes he's in. He's in a couple scenes and they're used solely because he's de- like, they're only because he's deaf. They're talking in American Sign Language. It's 
It's yeah. annoying because yeah. you don't know anything else about the yeah. brother besides the fact that he's deaf. He literally is used as a prop to make the main character Seems look sensitive. Yeah, look nice, look sensitive, be like loving. People be like, oh, he's a good person. Like, it's his brother. It's well, his you, brother. You are, like, of course he's going to be nice to him. Like, so bad. And then there's this whole problematic scene when they like pretend, Sierra like pretends that she's deaf to like, so that way he doesn't have to hear her voice. Because he'll, like, recognize it because they talk on the phone. And then, like, it's just really, really bad. And she acts deaf. And in that moment, that's when you learn that the brother's deaf. So he speaks American Sign Language. And then there's, there's Sierra Burgess just moving her hands in every mismatched way. Yeah. And it's just really offensive, I think, to the deaf community. Yeah. Because how often do we see a deaf person on screen? I think, really, I cannot think of another movie right now. No. Well, that, the... um. That water one. But did the you The Water Boy? No. That's not it. No, no, no. I can't think of the movie. Shape of Water? Yeah. Isn't she deaf? I, I don't know. She, I didn't I watch the movie. Is. I didn't so... watch the movie because it disturbed me kind yeah, of the I, concept. I did not watch it. But the thing that I did enjoy, the one thing is they actually did cast a deaf actor yes. for that, which is like for some reason very um hard for people to do. They like are like, We're gonna have a deaf character, but you're you are an actually deaf. Yeah, just, it's like, no. So they actually did cast a deaf actor, which I thought was great. But then they literally used him <laughs> as a prop, which was just completely contradictory. Might as well just get a not deaf person to be the prop. Or also to like, and like what's the point? Yeah, literally. Um, um, but something cool is some a lot of you know, I, I mean, I love America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. A couple years ago, they introduced men onto the show. Oh, awesome. Life changing. And so... There was um, a model who was deaf, Niall DeMarco, and he's actually gone on um, to be in quite a few shows, separated at birth, talks about um, deaf. Actually, that's, I lied, that is actually a great show that does a lot for the deaf community, yeah. um, separated at birth. But Niall DeMarco kind of called them out and was like, why are we using a deaf character? As a prop. Just to advance the narrative and not give them any and he was like it was offensive that sierra didn't know sign language but pretended to be deaf like it just all yeah. it does is reinforce stereotypes about deaf people that they can't assimilate into Everyday hearing culture. culture so it's just a really unfortunate part of the movie i think and i think it was so unnecessary because they easily could have had just had him have a little brother that was like just there yep and it didn't he didn't have to be deaf and i i, I think this is just such an ableist way of thinking that yeah he's only there because we're nice to we're nice people with disabilities yeah. that's well then too like we talked about it in regards to love simon how um that character nick robinson's character simon although he was gay that was not his only character development he had so many like thoughts and feelings and right um passions and he had like this huge family life and all these other things that assimilated to who he was and then he was also gay it wasn't like simon the gay the gay character no and it went through the people that he was interested in yeah he was like oh i think they're gay but then it went beyond yeah i think they're gay it, it wasn't was like, like this is why and at the end they like have things in common with each other yeah the guy he ends up with it just it's a lot of um just a lot of representation in one movie, which I think is so yeah. rare. Part two. Yeah. But, but the re yeah. yeah. So back to why we hated this some more in regards to body positivity was one, because like you're, it was I think a very that's ableist movie. Yeah. And also too, like you can love 
you know what I mean? I think that's something people don't really talk about, like loving your disabilities and like embracing who you are in all aspects of your life. You know? Right. And that's such an underrepresented group. Because we're media. such an ableist community. Right. And I think back to the whole th- trend of body positivity, we kind of got a little off track. Sorry, but it does. Yeah. No, it has to do with their insides, which I think is body positivity. Yeah. Um, she something that's like really stood out to me in this movie again we talked about how she's like a larger girl Mm -hmm. but throughout the movie she was like trying to be unapologetically herself while still using veronica as the better looking person so i think the thing that was confusing was that sierra was like oh i'm pretty like i'm smart she didn't hate herself no she didn't at all but then she still used veronica yeah in front to represent herself when veronica's like you know like petite blonde very cheerleader pretty yeah and it's like i don't i don't understand how they were trying to pass off that oh sierra does love herself she just doesn't love herself in this it no. just didn't make sense i think also too like what bothered me is at the end of the movie so she like fucked up so badly she catfishes dude she like basically she posts this like picture of Veronica hooking up with some dude on Veronica's Instagram. She like hacks her Instagram and posts this and it gets put up at the football game and which is horrible. And so and then still Veronica has Sierra's back and is like, here, I went to Jamie and I talked to him, which was like, first of all, I didn't even want Sierra to win in the end. Like I no. I was not rooting for her at all. And then two, even at the end of the movie, so she fucked up and then the night of homecoming, Jamie Drives into her driveway and literally goes, quote, you're not everyone's type, but you're my type. And I like you because of your personality, blah, blah, When the whole movie, the whole point of the movie was to, like, love yourself, embrace who you are. She should have had to go to him and be like, listen, I don't look like Veronica. And I'm not the head cheerleader, but I am still valuable. I'm still worthy. And I, you should... Like me for me, I don't hate myself and just because I don't look like apology. her. And apologize. He should not be the one apologizing. Talking about self reflection. <laughs> that girl Burgess needs to self reflect. Needed, to, and she at the end she like writes this song, and that's why they all forgive her. And I love the song. Yeah, but the oh, song sunflower? is no. It's like I'm a sunflower. Maybe you I don't was, like me. Maybe <laughs> if I was a rose, you would pick me. Like it's so it's like, like when. No, if you weren't a me. psycho bitch, maybe he'd pick you. <laughs> Sorry, that was a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no but right though but it's no, not about it your is. looks it's, it's about like, her action and it's like you're and then at the end i was like i really like jamie until he was like you're not everybody's type but you're my type basically affirming i like you because you're fat think that she's fat and ugly <laughs> and she doesn't wear any makeup i like, like you even though you're fat i like you even though i think you're fat and you have a crazy psychotic personality <laughs> I, I don't get it i don't i really the movie it ended actually lexi watched it on her own and then me and our other roommate katie watched it together and there was just silence in our apartment we <laughs> We were just both like, what did we just spend two hours yeah, doing? Horrible. It just was really not great. Well, do we want to do um really quickly? I'm gonna have some thoughts about here's what she thinks should have happened, and then I'll talk about what I think should have happened. I mean, I really think it, it needed to be as simple. Once she catfished, oh my god, she posted her friend Veronica the football game. We didn't even talk about that, but basically, no, I mentioned it. Yeah, but like the the the, the intensity. Of oh, the situation. So crazy. Like how she posted a private Instagram conversation. Yeah. That alone, if that had happened to me, would have sent me yeah. underground for And years. a picture of Veronica hooking up with this douchebag, like her ex-boyfriend who like used her. It was awful, awful, awful thing to do to anybody, let alone someone that was like your closest friend. So I just think like 
that alone right there, if someone did that to me, that would be an automatic, like, I'm never going to be your friend again. Yeah. And I just don't think that eventually her and Veronica end up being friends. And, like, she didn't even apologize. She didn't apologize. She wrote this song, like, wham, I'm so ugly. And yeah. I just think it's like, the Veronica never needed to take her back. She com- We talked about this other friend earlier. I can't remember his name for the life of me. But she completely <laughs> alienates him throughout oh, the whole yeah. movie. And he eventually forgives her, which he needed a major apology. Yeah. And finally, to Jamie, the fact that... He- <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. He got catfished. <laughs> he- she Sorry kissed for him. pretending to kiss you. I mean... Here, I'm gonna come to oh, your Oh no, house. because at the end, remember at the end yeah, of the movie, they she goes, the kiss, and he was like, What? Like they never told him that she kissed yeah. him, not Veronica. And it just is like it gets to this point where you're kinda like, I I I get that you the point of a rom com is everything's supposed to work out in the end, but they did not set this up to work out in the end, in the slightest. I hated Sierra, but I was like, I don't want things to go no. well for her. And I really think I would have enjoyed a movie where Jamie, Veronica, and the friend kind of move on without her. I think that would have been a wonderful Yeah, ending. and then like 10 years from now, maybe she realizes. And then she, maybe like, Sierra realizes... just like, or I wouldn't, she needed an apology. Something needed to happen where everything didn't work out and tie up nicely in a little package box at yeah. the end. She just turned into a monster. And obviously we all do like shit we're not proud of. We all fuck up. But like she turned into this absolute monster and she got away with it. And I wish the whole point was supposed to be like. I love myself regardless of, you know, the fact that I don't look like this girl, Veronica, or the fact that I don't look like the stereotypical, you know, version of what we define beauty as. And that's not what the movie was at all. And they had such a great opportunity, I think. I think Shannon Purser, the main the main actress, I think she's a wonderful actress. I think Noah Centineo, everyone loves him. They could have made such an amazing film about, like, you know what, I'm going to love myself regardless because I'm a good person and I'm going to do what's right. Instead, she turned into a literal batshit crazy like psychotic woman and then she got away with it and then she still needed like jamie slash noah centineo's validation and it was horrible the whole movie was not sucked good. so badly it was not great in case you can tell i'm like a little mad <laughs> i'm like it raging just, it wasn't great i mean you could check it out if you want but we would say don't. That's kind of the key points from it. If I mean, you do, though, and you want to, like, if you talk do, to though, us about it. And want to talk to us about it, let us know. Yeah. Because we're definitely interested in hearing more about it. Yeah. What you do can, you think? Yeah, you could definitely, you could message us or tweet us or whatever at yeah. IC underscore Wick. Yeah, also, we'll definitely yeah. get to you there. Because I think yeah. that that's, like, a perfect way for to, both of us to see it. Exactly. Yeah. So let us know. What you think. And honestly, let us know what your thoughts were on our first episode. This is our first time doing this, kind of spitballing. Not going to edit it too much, if we're honest. We're just going to let this thing bask in its beauty. Yeah. Um, So let us know your thoughts and how much you you hate our monotone voices. (laughs) We sound like the same person. No, literally. That's fine. Just keep it to yourself. I don't know. But if you have actually constructive criticism, LMK. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And we would love to hear if you liked it. Yeah. Because that would be a nice, refreshing positivity change in our lives. (laughs) You know, it's fine. Uh, oh my gosh, that's a big joke. That's probably positivity. <laughs> anyway, um, get it. But thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Yeah, this was exciting. We're gonna be doing these, you know, once a month. Maybe we'll throw in a sprinkle. Yeah, depending if if the you know shit hits the fan, we might do like a mid month ep- right. once in a while. But definitely stay tuned. Um, follow along on our social media on Passion Project social media. They'll be posting it for us, too. On women in communications. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff coming up. 
Um, our second episode is going to be much more focused on women's issues and you know what we're talking about those fan issues and honestly though if you're a dude you should listen because like i would love to like listen yes. to two dudes talking about like stuff they have to go through that i'd be like oh i never, oh, thought, I never about that. thought dude big mouth taught me so much oh but big mouth has changed my life. we'll talk about that we'll next week next, <laughs> next week media we love um but anyway if you can you know subscribe give us a follow find us do what you can we love you I ain't never gonna stop loving you. <laughs> it's a great line. Anyway, we're gonna wrap this up because now we're just stretching it out. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much. Follow us at IC underscore Wick. We'll talk to you in about a month. So yeah. thanks, Lexi. Bye.